2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slash Home Daily for Friday, December 16th, 2022. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the latest film and TV news. This is Slash Home editorial director, Peter Soretta. And Today's podcast is just going to be me and you, and it's going to be a short one. We have a few stories I wanted to talk about. Let's first talk about the DCU. I know, are you sick of it already? We had a whole episode, I think, yesterday on it. Uh, well, James Gunn is on Twitter, and people keep on asking him questions. And he's answering them So it's kind of like the situation of You know, if Kevin Feige was Very active on Twitter and actually Responded to people's questions, that's what we're Getting here from James Gunn So someone named Yezer asked James Gunn, is Batman going to be a big Part of the DCU going forward Or is he going to be kept for Matt Reeves only? And James Gunn actually responded He's a big part of the DCU So Um, On the service He didn't really answer much by that question But we if you go back to like Previous comments from Gunn he did previously confirm That the current Batman played by Robert Pattinson in the Matt Reeves films Won't be in this new universe As Batman So Now he's saying Batman is going to be a big part Of the DCU we have to assume That means this connected universe That he's building So is this going to be a situation where we we have two Batman movies coming out at the same time? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think we discussed yesterday how J.J. Abrams is developing a Superman project that's not part of the DCU. It's a side project as well. So is, is, I thought like when James Gunn and Pete Safran came on board that we're going to get a more cohesive DC Universe but it really seems like There's still going to be multiple Batmans Multiple Supermans it's going to be a little confusing But I, I hope They prove me wrong If anything I hope they establish Like an Else Worlds Like a label for these other DC films that Don't play, take place in the, the new DCU Give give it some kind of branding That the public can understand that, you know, Some kind of logo that appears before the movies So that we know you know, this Batman, this Matt Reeves Batman sequel, this Joker sequel is not part of the, you know, DC connected universe, but is part of the DC brand. How do you convey that? I don't know. Sounds a little bit complicated. It is. Good news. They have finally found a director for the Twister sequel. I think it's gonna be called Twisters. I know they've, uh, Amblin Entertainment Universal Pictures has been on an exhaustive search to find someone. There's been many names in the mix. But the person they have found is Lee Isaac Chung. Uh, that is the director best known for Minari, which was a film that uh, it's a family drama that won the Grand Jury Prize at Sundance and later went on uh, to earn, earn an Oscar. We also know that The Revenant screenwriter Mark L. Smith wrote the script. In the script will follow the daughter of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton's characters, who has taken an interest in tornado chasing herself and the movie is described as a drama. In the outlet that broke the story, Deadline, says that Amblin executive Steven Spielberg himself is very enthusiastic about the current script. Uh, I know that Top Gun Maverick filmmaker Joseph Kaczynski was originally eyed to direct the film, but ended up landing a different project instead, and Hunt's name was also been tossed around in relation to the film. After all, her character is a major character in the script, as far as we know, but the actor's involvement has not officially been confirmed yet. Uh, it's interesting. I had actually heard that Kaczynski wanted to go all like Tom Cruise with his version of the movie. He wanted to uh, film it like with actual storm chasers inside of real storms and then, uh, you know, have actors involved. Not, not actually, not documentary style of filming the storm chasers, but actually, uh, You know it not be all cg like actually capturing what it is like inside a real storm and that would have been crazy but i guess emblem did not want to wait for him and this would be for the massive uh success of top gun maverick i think now maybe they would have been more willing to wait around for kaczynski but we are getting a twister sequel and it is being called twisters and i am as someone who actually was very i was at the right age when the first Twister came out, it, I just really loved that movie. I know probably it doesn't hold up today, but it, it is a roller coaster ride and a lot of fun. I I'm wondering if they can somehow recapture the magic of that movie today. Back then, visual effects were, I want to say, at its infancy, and being able to see what it's like with a, a tornado. Destroying drive-ins and stuff, you know, what it really Was something unique back then but now like every movie has like storms that destroy You know big cities and stuff like how how is this gonna work today? And how are they gonna make it feel special? I'm sure it's gonna be very POV based and we're gonna feel like we're in the middle of the action like never before And I'm excited to see what that's like, especially from this filmmaker. And lastly, I wanted to talk about Westworld. Uh, You know, the show got canceled before it was the final season of season five. Well, we have learned some more information about this Warner Brothers discovery and what had happened. So this comes from the Hollywood Reporter, which cites anonymous sources indicating that Westworld could have possibly continued with a lower budget and on a different streaming platform than HBO Max. So according to their sources, showrunners Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan passed on the idea of producing Westworld season five on a reduced budget for Warner Brothers Discoveries fast. That's free ad supported streaming TV platform. Obviously the ratings were in a decline. Uh, The show initially had an audience of 1.8 million when its first season aired. In the season 4 finale didn't even reach 400,000 viewers which means it was down a lot I mean as someone who watched most of the show I, I love the first season season two was kind of a mess it season three got a little interesting was still a bit of a mess and season four was fun but a mess uh, I, I think this show kind of lost its viewers as changing the script too much and getting too confusing too convoluted uh, it, I don't know would I have liked to have seen a season five uh at a lower budget from a on a free ad supported streaming platform I don't know I think part of what made Westworld what what it was is it being as expansive as it being as big as it was and if you had to cut down on the budget I don't know how you even do Westworld at that point and to be honest with you, I was kind of like losing steam on the show. I, that said, I kind of wish that they like were given the money to do maybe a two-hour TV movie to kind of bring everything to a fantastic conclusion. I, I kind of hate when TV shows are cut off without giving a proper ending. But it's like, what are you going to do? The show was down 85% from the season one finale to the season four finale, which is an impressive in a very bad way drop for them. And I I just don't know what you do. Anyways, um, if you're still listening, we are giving away smile on 4K UHD disc today. Uh, this is the terrifying horror movie, which critics were calling haunting and scary as hell. Face your fears with over an hour of heart-pounding bonus content, including Laura Hasn't Slept, the nail-biting original short film that started all, plus deleted scenes and more, available on 4K and Blu-ray, rated R from Paramount Pictures. The contest is running right now on our Twitter. I'll put a link in the show notes. I hope you get to see Avatar The Way of Water on the big screen in 3D this weekend as James Cameron intended it to be seen. Uh, We are going to be doing an episode on Monday about Avatar. You're not going to want to miss it. So hopefully you get to see the film before we do that episode. You can find more of all of our work at slashfilm.com. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please feel free to send us your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at peter.com. And please rate and read this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, spread the word, and we'll see you on Monday.
1: For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry,